Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash bookshow. Then go over to morbidlybeautiful.com as we are now part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcasting Network. edition of the All-American Spook Show. I'm Josh, and I'm joined here with Donnie hey. <laughs> and the Professor Smoke. I can't, I can't do it. I'm no, sorry. No, no, we're doing it. We're just going to push through because oh, fuck this. I'm not, I'm not starting anything over because we're here for cannon fodder, which is awesome. We love cannon fodder, oh, right? Like, and we haven't done it since, what, like May, like April or May when we did Ninja 3 The Domination because we put the whole cannon fodder series on hiatus for the Spook Show Summer Disaster. So, what better way to welcome back Cannon Fodder yeah. than, in my, in one man's estimation, and I'm only one man, the worst movie I think we've ever watched on this godforsaken podcast. You know what? I quit. <laughs> Just finally did oh, it. Just finally did it. I don't know. I mean, this, we have... This, this sucks we have... so bad that Austin Trunick, author of the Cannon Film Guide... <laughs> You know, basically, like, yeah, I found something better to do. I couldn't come on and say anything about it. So he's not, you know, his usual Canon yeah. Chronicles segment. He's not here. Yeah. That's a first, by we the put, way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, except for, like, remember we did uh, 10 to Midnight and uh, X-Ray, Hospital Massacre? Yeah. But but that was before Cannon Fodder. You know, like, mm-hmm. those were right before, I, and then that's when we kind of, that actually kind of started the Cannon Fodder thing. But anyways, the point of Cannon Fodder is we talk about the, the classic film catalog from Canon films. So what we did this, what we started, what we decided to do, starting with this, if I can spit it out, is we put like 300 something Canon titles on a wheel. And we even included the ones that were just distributed, not produced by Canon. Mm. So you, yeah. you kind of go outside the parameters a little bit, like we did with mannequin. Right. And we, we put them all on the wheel. We spun it. And wouldn't you know it, it landed on Emmanuel four from 1984 wheel fuck the wheel we're just going back now <laughs> yeah yeah we're just gonna go back to previous methods because f- <laughs> fuck this movie god that, and that's why we're that's why donnie's losing it and we're laughing just because you know if nothing else <laughs> if nothing else you gotta you gotta have fun oh, because god, once sorry, you start once you start talking about the movie there's gonna be nothing but tears so whoa emmanuel four it's a good thing we it's a good thing it's been this long since the last canon because we went from top-notch canon which is Ninja Three: The Domination to Bottom of the Barrel. I mean, we knew we right. knew at some point we were going to get to the dregs. You know what I mean? Like we had to get to the bottom, like you said, the bottom of the barrel, the shits of canon yeah. to get you know to kind of get you back to like you know when you're watching, I don't know, uh, over the top level stuff. You're like, oh, brilliant, fucking Godfather. You know, <laughs> yeah. when you're when you're coming back to this, but Jesus, this movie. But well, that's. I guess that's one of the reasons why we went to the wheel because, yeah. you know, otherwise we'll just be kind of picking, we try not to pick the bot, the best of the best all the time. But, you know, if, if we're just looking at it and picking stuff, we're still probably going to pick something that we semi know, or that we think is going to be halfway decent. Yeah. I think at least this way we do, we have to do these shit all movies. So this is the <laughs> only way to really, I guess. So we can kind of, yeah. we can kind of savor the better stuff when it comes instead of like blowing through all the best stuff. And then, then it's nothing but Emmanuel fours for the rest of like, Shit. I don't think cannon fodder would survive. Like we just, all right, I'm done. That's enough. You know, like we would never make it to the end. So yeah, we gotta, we gotta spread the wealth a little bit. So that's what we're here to do. But I know we're all itching to talk about it. We got lots to say. I think we're going to have some fun here. This might be street level laughs or street level, street trash level laughs. <laughs> I think by the time we get to the uh, end of this thing, I don't know. I hate, I hate that, that Will is not here. You're just getting, you know, me and Donnie and Smoke here. So. Yeah, like even softcore couldn't even br- bring him out of a hey, look, witness protection. You know what? Like he's still digging out of the rubble from this from the summer disaster. So you know, we'll give him a we'll give him a pass. We left him back somewhere like after uh, the thing or something. You know, like he's 
Mm, he's damn. he's running through the fucking Antarctic trying to escape a creature of some sort. Anyways, he's the lucky one because we had to watch Emmanuel Four. So before we uh, dive in, let's go ahead and uh, well before we toss to the trailer, I just want to add we are a spoiler filled podcast now. I don't know if this applies to this one in particular. But I don't know if anybody is gonna be like, oh man, they fucking ruined Emmanuel Four. But if they're, you know, Frank or Chuck, if you're out there and you really wanted to watch it and you haven't, good luck finding a copy, boy, because we really had to dig to find a copy of this one. Like, fucking rental services don't even want to rent this movie out. Like, it's, nah. it was a small miracle. We had to perform some dark arts <laughs> to watch this one. So I, I'll, I'll say that. But uh, if you want to, if you don't want to be spoiled, hit pause, go check it out. I don't recommend it, but go check it out. Come back and, and listen to the laughs with us because we're going to have a few. Also, we want to remind you to go over to aaspookshow.com. That's the center of the Spook Show universe where you can go through the podcast archives over on our YouTube channel. Lots of cool stuff like stuff that might appeal you to, to you if you're listening to Cannon Fodder would be like Grindhouse Gutter, Video Vortex, series like that over there. Lots of cool stuff that we've already done. Lots of cool stuff coming. And of course, next month is uh, October. So we're going to be uh, approaching Jeez. the quote-unquote spooky season for us, right? Like, we're going to be getting knee-deep in the more horror and, and bigger stuff. And at the end of October, on Halloween, it is our first... An- for first? What the fuck is that? It is our fifth <laughs> anniversary. Can you believe the All-American Dang. Spook Show is five years old at Halloween? So lots yeah. of stuff coming, lots of announcements to be made. AASpookShow.com is the place to find all that and then some. So also Patreon.com slash AASpookShow. All the patron, Patreon content yeah, that we have. Yeah, we're always working on, you know, kind of new stuff. And, you know, always have a few surprises up the sleeve. I think Never got, know. I think we've got too many ideas and too, yeah. many, and too many surprises because that's what leads us to Emmanuel Four when we... See, we, <sighs> poke, we poke the bear too many times and you land on this mm-hmm. shit. So, anyways, that's enough. Let's go ahead and toss to the trailer. Here in a land where few have ever been lives a woman whose name is a passport to a world of excitement. She's had adventures that others have only dreamt of. And now she is about to be reborn. What we're thinking of doing is changing your entire appearance. The doctor has worked miracles before, but this time he surpassed himself. The woman's name is Emmanuel. And this is her most bizarre and incredible adventure. Emmanuel Fall, the secret life of the world's most desirable woman. Share the excitement in Emmanuel Fall, a sensual new adventure starring Sylvia Christel. Think about this very carefully, because afterwards, Sylvia, you won't be the same person. Never again. And Mia Nugrin. Do you think I'm beautiful? Emmanuel is reborn in a form which will allow you to share her story. What a chance that we met before. Emmanuel Fall. And really, just after listening to that trailer, that's enough. I, I think we could. Just, I, I'm do, I'm done yeah. already. But let's let's go through the motions, gentlemen, shall we? I got mm-hmm. some I got some background information. <laughs> but before I dig into that, Donnie, have you ever watched this movie before? <laughs> <laughs> I have not. I have not. It, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Smoke. I, no. Smoke. Have you ever seen this before? Um, it, you know, it might have been on Skinamax back today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so you're not going to deny I, there's a chance that you might have seen this before. I don't recall having the, you know, and I'm pretty sure even if this had come on Skin Max and I was an adolescent teenager, I still wouldn't have found the excitement enough to watch it. Yeah, maybe at first, and then you're like, oh, what the fuck is this? And then you just cut it off. So, even yeah, as a horned up teenager, you're like, nah, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I can do better like, than this. Fuck? I can do better than this. Ooh, the Sears catalog. <laughs> <laughs> And the way you go. So, yeah, I'd, n- I'd never seen this, obviously, and I wish to God I'd never had. But just wanted to get that out of the way before we dive in. Uh, there were no alternate titles, surprise, surprise. But this movie was released 
February 15th, 1984 in France. And then here in the U.S., it was released February 22nd, so a week later, 1984. Uh, it was produced by Elaine Saritsky Productions and Sarah Films, and it was distributed, of course, by Canon Films. That's the reason that we're here talking about it, because this was not produced. This wasn't a Golden Globus production. This was not produced at all by Canon. They just distributed it here in the U.S. and other countries. So I guess they get the blame for <laughs> releasing this to the masses. Rated R. Surprise, surprise. Honestly, I'm I'm surprised it's not rated higher than you know, like than R, like NC-17 or X or some shit. Um, although it didn't go quite that far, but you know, still rated R. Total runtime one hour and thirty two minutes. Jesus, that's about how long? How much? How too long is that, Donnie? Hour and thirty two. How? What should oh, they have shaved it down to? An hour and thirty minutes too long. Because <laughs> I I stopped at three minutes. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> That's, like, yeah, you, no, do, you do like rethink your life choices when you're just watching those opening credits. I, yeah, I'll give you that. yeah. Like we joke about it, but geez, man, uh, like three minutes <laughs> in, you just want to end it. IMDb is listed as a drama slash romance. This was filmed in locations around Los Angeles, California, uh, in Brazil, and uh, a couple locations in Paris, France. It sold the the only kind of box office anything I could find. I couldn't find a budget or anything, but I'm sure it was done for like. You know, seventy dollars, seventy dollars, and a free pack of Twizzlers or something. I don't know <laughs> because they, they paid them in sex. That's probably what they paid them in. But it did sell over one point two million admissions or tickets in France. So that tells you right there that it had to have broke over a couple mil or something, right? You know, like nobody, in, even in 1984, they're not getting in for less than a dollar. So <laughs> you wouldn't think. So yeah, but that's all I could find. Like. Nothing here in America, although it did get released, but like I couldn't find any kind of numbers, no budget. It's probably even like the people involved are just like, yeah, it happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no real information gets released on this. So that in that regard, this one's rough. You know, it was it was hard to find mm -hmm. anything interesting to talk about <laughs> until we get into the movie itself. Uh, it was directed by there's actually two directors uh, on this one. It was directed by Francis Leroy and Iris Latons. And now Iris Latons is uncredited director. So I mean, Francis Leroy is the only one that's like, yeah, yeah, I did it. I did it. <laughs> the other <laughs> one's like, nah, nah, fuck. I ain't. Yeah, I was there, but that's about it. It's based on a novel by, or, or I guess, yeah, <coughs> writing credits, novel by Emmanuel Arson. Uh, there's a lot of weird credits here because you've got the scenarios, <laughs> are credited to Francis Leroy and Iris Latton. So I'm assuming that means the sex scenes, the, the scenarios, like you don't really script that out. You know, if you're writing a script, it says sex here. You know, so <laughs> that's basically probably the extent of the script. Also Leroy and Latton's uh, get credit for the adaptation and the dialogue. And then commentary is Marie de Sergis. So yeah, we have her to thank for this. Yeah. So there there's, it's weird writing credits though, right? Like they're usually yeah. not listed that way. It's like, but, but like, I mean, that's, that's how it li it's listed on uh, IMDb, yes, but yes. why not just say scenario and adaptation dialogue? Why separate it like yeah. that? I guess, so they, I guess so they could plaster Leroy and Latin's name on this as much as possible. Like these are the motherfuckers that did this. <laughs> so you, you read every name, every time the cast, Sylvia Cristal plays Sylvia. Real, real original name there. Just going with her real name. Emmanuel Four. That's funny in the credits, by the way. She's listed as Emmanuel Four. <laughs> I guess the fourth Emmanuel. Mia, Mia Nigrin. Patrick Bashau is Mark. That's her, uh, her on-again, off-again lover. You know, the one she's trying to avoid the whole movie. Donna was played by Deborah Power. Like... Almost none of these people went on to anything else. So that that's pretty much your main players, right? And uh Sophie Berger uh played Maria, so that that's it. You know, everyone else is just kind of like someone that is screwing or gets screwed <laughs> somewhere along the way. Yeah. So uh yeah, as far as background stuff, I mean, that's really about all I had. Did you guys have anything else that you wanted to point out before we dive in? I actually did. You you mentioned earlier about you know uh, this this movie uh, being rated R, um, and kind of shocked that it wasn't uh, NC. I guess NC seventeen or whatever. Um, but if if you think right around the same time frame, uh, well, give or take a few years, but uh, Poltergeist, Poltergeist, you know, 
for as jacked up as that movie was, that was a that was PG. Yeah. You know, you think about you know some of the some of the uh, well, elements there now too. Now we did talk about completely that in different that, thing, in that rating but, episode right that we did a while back. <laughs> smoke about this was around the time that they kind of they didn't have a PG thirteen right. There was PG and then R. Yeah. Oh, also they didn't have NC uh, at this time. They only had basically PG, PG, R, and X. And you know we talked about it, but there's no there's really no such thing as triple X. So hardcore. Hardcore producers just kind of use triple X as a selling point. Yeah, it's a, it's a gimmick. So if yeah. you submit EMPA, what was that? That's a gimmick. Yeah, it's a gimmick just to get people like, okay. oh, triple X. Wow, that's, you know. But yeah, so really it's X is the hardest you could get from the MPAA. But yeah, in PG-13, it was 1984. Some movies that came out in that prompted it, which would have been Gremlins and uh, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. Those were the main ones that prompted them to come up with the PG-13 writing. So but for, NC-17 was like, well, they wanted something besides an X, because X had the stigma of porn, so uh, of straight-up porn, you know, hardcore, whatever. So then uh, they came up with the NC-17 a little bit later. And I can't remember what the year was for that, but Henry and June, I remember that might have been the first one, whatever year that was. Maybe I, I can be wrong, but that was near the beginning of it. So, yeah, they didn't have NC-17 at this time, so it, it was either going to get an R or an X, and I guess MPAA was uh, a little bit lenient because – I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, we said it's not hardcore. These scenes aren't hardcore even approaching that. But and they're probably <laughs> the softer of the softcore, maybe. So but still, though, they're pretty they're pretty racy for an R-rated movie, I would say. I would say. Yeah, I mean, some of it, you know, like you could tell they they kind of didn't, you know, give it full gas, so to speak. You know, like they were kind of there. And we'll talk about that, how it's like a lot of this is almost sex. And you can tell, <laughs> you know, it's like. They're they're just kind of pretending like, hey, look, we're having sex, but not really, you know. Like, <laughs> uh, also, I don't cut anything out. I don't know. Well, I didn't look that deep into <laughs> to see if they had to trim it down. Like, if they submitted to the MPAA and the MPAA said, hey, you know, this is an X, you'll have to cut some stuff out to get an R. I don't know. I don't know about that part of it. I would I would assume that's probably the case. Though. I didn't if they see got legitimate R. They probably had to cut some of it down. I didn't see a lot of that, like, you know, all right, you're going to have to cut this back kind of thing. But I, I did see something that apparently they did shoot some more hardcore explicit scenes, which they just never used it. Oh, they never used it. And it yeah, it, I think they got And it didn't even involve, like, some of the characters in the movie. Like, it's like, here's some sex scenes we shot. Eh, fuck it, we're not using it. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. Though. that they do that sometimes. That one movie that I can think of that they that did that where they, where they released a hardcore porn version of it. And use different actors in those scenes would be uh, the, the one with uh, Malcolm McDowell as Emperor as uh, Emperor Caligula. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard of that movie. Malcolm McDowell plays Emperor Caligula. Malcolm McDowell is not going to be doing hardcore porn scenes, so <laughs> they asked other actors to stand in to do some hardcore stuff, and then inserted those into the X-rated cut. <laughs> yeah, you know, really the only one of note here that went on to any type of success before or after, right, was Sylvia Cristal. Like she had, she had been in in some stuff. I think even like previous Emmanuel movies, if I'm not mistaken. Unfortunately, she passed away back in 2012. But uh, yeah, she was in the Nude Bomb. Yeah, she had been in uh, at least uh, the the first Emmanuel and the third. Without you know me taking a deep dive into her uh, filmography, and then she was in some that came after. Yeah, she was in Emmanuel too. She played in a lot of them. Like even the ones following this, I count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight more Emmanuel movies that she was in uh, in the years after this, which, which is funny the way this movie plays out because she she didn't even really play a big part in this movie. Like she's there at the beginning and then she just disappears because you know the plot of the movie. But um, yeah. I think even at this point she was just like, "Well, all right, this is the fourth one. This is some stupid shit." You know, I, I want to kind of bow out a little bit on this one, so she's not in it as much. And uh, then I'm sure she probably came back around years later on when she maybe had hit some harder times as far as uh, stuff that she was in. But she'll come back up in cannon fodder. I will tell you that because she was in Lady Chatterley's Lover, another another suck fest from canon. Uh, and, I have, and I think some others. So. That, that I do remember from Skin Yeah. So, yeah, this isn't the last Chatter's time. Little. <laughs> we won't we won't hopefully we won't see any more Emmanuel movies, but we will see her again for sure, I, I say as time goes on. So well, hey, you know, if we stick around, maybe we'll get to the nineteen ninety four Emmanuel series because around the time of nineteen ninety four when other things were going to space, apparently Emmanuel was also in space. There's <laughs> an 
Fuck and it, you want the space series. Why not? Now I think this was the last of the like the theatrically released Emmanuel movies because the the previous three and then this one. I don't think any other ones after that. I think they were all like straight to video, you know, schlock. So like I think this is the last one that got any kind of level of, you know, re- real film to it before <laughs> before it went straight into the video vortex, so to speak. But oh god. I just spoke it into existence, didn't I? The other Emmanuel <laughs> movies will appear on Video Vortex. Great. Son of no. a bitch. <laughs> oh. uh, well, no. We haven't missed it. You know what? Italian Emmanuel films. That I'm the only one that has a password. I'm vetoing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, I think, I think you're right, Smug. I think a lot of those other ones <laughs> that she was in, those were like Italian kind of ripoffs, right? Like they weren't quote-unquote part of the the main canon storyline yeah. here of these movies. Like they're just kind of like, yeah. Sylvia just, crystal wasn't it? It was a character. It was an, an actress, actress named Laura Jimzer, or at least that was her, that was her pseudonym name that was in those movies. So there was a whole sling, a slew of those. I don't remember how many of them there are. And they have nothing at all to do with other than, I think she was a journalist. Cause she was a journalist in this movie, right? So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, believe, I, believe so. I, I don't think they really, like she goes to talk to somebody that looks like you know it's uh, uh you know a newspaper guy like this is what I'm gonna go do. All right, see you. Yeah. You know, and that we haven't even gotten to that, but the whole weird like, so she's doing this plastic, this full body plastic surgery for what exactly uh, to do a story of some sort? No. It's never really clear. And no. then also that, I, like I said, I, I said this outside of the uh, in our group chat thing or whatever, but the plastic surgery scene is fucking hilarious. Oh, it's yeah. just basically latex. She's laying on a uh, not even operating table, just a normal flatbed table. And they had coated her with la- her full body latex appliance type thing. And then they peel the latex off. And then all of a sudden she's got a new body. Right? Hey, what do you know? <laughs> what is it? Hey, why it's buttercup. Popcorn, add sweet butter to hot popcorn. Mix it up, wrap it up. Buttercup is born. It's delicious. So nutritious. It's a taste delight. It's so munchy, crisp and crunchy. You'll enjoy each bite. Eat butter-crunched buttercup. Popcorn at its best. Served in a king-size cup. It beats all the rest. For you, the listeners of the All-American Spook Show podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. So I hopped on over to audible.com, typed in Emmanuel to see what would pop up, and what do you know? <laughs> what do you know? We found some Emmanuel-related items. We've got Emmanuel by Emmanuel Arson. That is uh, the book one of the Emmanuel series. That one's almost eight and a half hours long. Donnie, what would be worse, watching this again or listening to the book version? Oh, I think reading oh, the book man. version. Yeah, just I mean, I could I could tune off the but if you ask me to read the book, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be sending the. Uh, <laughs> The hardcover over to you. First chance I get. I'm going to find a copy and no. ship it on over to you. The fact uh, that you have to acquire it. Yeah, well, you know, I would have to. I don't have it. I mean, like, you know. No, come on. You know. You, you I, know. Well, I've only got the second and third one. I don't have the first one, though. But. Uh, you know, probably the books are stuck together with the pages stuck together. You know? That's, don't be gross. We've got Emmanuel <laughs> 2 by Emmanuel Arson. Uh, that's book two of the Emmanuel series. I don't know how many books there were. I'm not investigating. I don't care. Let's just assume that there were probably a whole series of Emmanuel books, and some of those are available to you by going to audibletrial.com slash spookshow. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash spookshow for your free audio book. So now I'm going to hop on back over to imdb.com, and I'm going to click on plot summaries to see what pops up for old, get it, Emmanuel 4, what pops up. Donnie, you lucked out. There's only Don't be gross. There's sorry. There's only one. <laughs> there's only one on here, so that's enough. So every that means the internet was like, you know what? One description is enough. That we don't need any more. This was contributed to IMDb by Eric Conrad. It reads: In order to escape from her former lover Mark, Sylvia goes to Brazil, where Doctor Santamo transforms her into the beautiful Emmanuel, with this new identity comes a sexual awakening, which is complicated by her memories of Mark. As with other entries in this series, Jesus Christ, the plot twists provide ample opportunities to expose the characters. In other words, that's a nice way of saying, like, each each uh, 
Line of dialogue just sets up the next sex scene. <laughs> That's the nicest way I've ever heard that put. So I think for this, you have to start right at the beginning. And really, it's like what you were just alluding to, Smoke, a few minutes ago. It's like, it does seem a little bit extreme <laughs> to have total plastic surgery just to get away from a dude like that. Right. That's all she's doing. I don't think there's any more than that. It's just like, I love this guy, Mark, but he's not good for me. Fuck it. Total reconstruction. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, the, the way they do it is interesting is different. Right. <laughs> and, and, I don't, and I don't know how that would like, basically a plasterer with, I mean, either latex appliance or, I mean, in the, well, not in the, in the plot of the story, it's supposed to be actual plastic surgery. But in reality, yeah. it's just like they slathered on some uh, latex, <laughs> let it hard, and then peeled it off of it, like, a, like a special effects guy would do. I think somewhere <laughs> in there, they're like, how long will this take? At least two months. And then, like, it's like two minutes later. Well, there she is. You're ready to go. <laughs> and then I love how her motivation, she said, like, after that, they, you know, beforehand, they get her this psychologist, right? It's supposed to be a psychologist, some sort of. Like the doctor says that she's going to have some emotional distress probably from this, you know, full body makeover thing. Reconstruction. Or full body yeah. construction. And that they're going to have to put her, pair her with a, a, I don't know, a psychiatrist, psychologist, whichever, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, so they do that, right? And then the psychiatrist or psychologist or whatever is female and says, uh, well, what do you plan on doing? Or, or Well, I, I plan on, I want to have sex with everybody in Brazil. <laughs> yep. Yikes. <laughs> and then she, through the course of the movie, I guess she, Proceeds to have sex with everybody in Brazil. Then she should have looked there and said, "You know, this is 1984, right? <laughs> Things are pretty rough down here. Don't know <laughs> yeah. if I'd want to do that." <laughs> no, no, she doesn't say that. She says, "Well, who am I to judge?" Yeah. Well, you got this new body, and that's a, that is part of the running theme. If you're trying to decipher anything from this fucking plot, is that. She's like a 35-year-old woman who has had total body reconstruction trapped in the body, not trapped, but like, you know, basically her body now is like that of a 20-year-old, right? So there's some theme of like now she's a virgin somehow because she's she's had fucking total reconstruction. So like there's that going on. Cool. Like so they like, put her hymen back together and everything. Yeah, I guess I mean, so. No. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I mean, if you've had that reconstructed, are you really like a... Eh, no but okay i mean you know for (laughs) for shits and giggles we can go with it but still it's like there's these weird (laughs) there's these weird dream sequence type things that happen it's like sylvia which is sylvia cristal teaching her new self like this is what you do (laughs) select a man there's just like this lineup of dudes with their peckers out (laughs) and she's like select him now this is what you do you and they're they're also in glass cases yeah. too. <laughs> what the flying fuck was that scene? What the fuck was that? Well, was it in her head? Like she's teaching herself? Like this is the way you pleasure a man. Get him to do what you want him to do. He will pleasure you. <laughs> what the what the fuck was it? Like, and then oh oh I love this. They they don't use like a uh, uh, a proper like you. Know, film dissolve or anything like that that you would normally see in a movie. It's like these whack-ass <laughs> pages, like the pages have turned. I guess that's the, oh, this is based on a book. <laughs> so there's a book that like opens and closes whenever they change scenes. So it's, it's so intermittent. It'll be like, it'll literally be like, there's some dialogue, like I'm warring with myself because I love Mark. And then these pages will flip, and then there's just two people fucking in a jungle. <laughs> and, then, and then the pages it's flip again, so- and there's a new scenario. Like, it's literally that bad. And some you choose stretches. your own adventure book. Oh God! Well, yeah. I mean, where's you know, the, in where's the, the exit like button? The, like the editing, editing is so like God, man. It's bad. It's bad, it, and it's literally like a like a zipper wipe. Yeah, like it's like a book, like but like somebody ripping the book in half, like fuck this book, and then they just rip it, and then <laughs> next next page, you know, like, that's fuck what it's like. Book. Fuck this. Fuck you. uh... <laughs> What's her name? Uh, uh, Emmanuel Saran or whatever the b- novel. <laughs> Next scene. Then she becomes Emmanuel. Like, so she's had total body reconstruction. That's her name now. <laughs> we can't refer to you as Sylvia. You are Emmanuel. It's like it's like extreme witness protection is what she goes into. Why? Because I guess the guy's a little douchey. He loves her too much. I don't. 
that's it, right, Smoke? I mean, like you said, there was some reason. I don't think there was a reason beyond that. I don't. I thought I heard for some reason. I thought I heard in the beginning them saying something about a story. Like I thought she was a journalist, or I gathered that, and that uh, she was doing something, or she was going to Brazil. Maybe not doing the full body reconstruction, but she was going to Brazil for a story. Maybe that was just the story she gave to her boss or whatever. That, <laughs> Maybe. To get the uh, surgery, no, I just remember. I, I, I honestly, I didn't pay too much attention. No, to it, I maybe I was just maybe I maybe it's me because I was like, let me just get this over with, you know. So like, maybe I missed some key plot points, but you know, I don't think so. Uh, I do love that. Reminds me too. I do love when she's at this party at the be- the beginning of a mo- the movie. She's at this party and she sees the dude walk in, Mark. Right? She just fucking takes off running down the street. <laughs> Uh, you gonna go say anything to him, Sylvia? And then they just cut to her outside, just literally in hills, running down the road. Cab, taxi, <laughs> take me to a major reconstruction surgery place down in Brazil. Oh, I, I would assume, Donnie, this is probably one of your favorite scenes of the movie. You know, now she's Emmanuel and she's discovering her sexuality, and there's random sex going on everywhere. They go to like this party. It's just this random street party. It's like an orgy in there. People are just just sucking and going to town in all corners of the room. She goes out of the room, this building, and there are two lesbians in a sewing factory, right? <laughs> the only way I know that is because there's linen everywhere and there's a bunch of tables with sewing machines on them. And they're going to town on each other and she's just like, you know what? Left, right, fuck it. Wiki, wiki. She goes to town <laughs> on herself. She's diddling herself <laughs> over at the corner. I only assume that oh was one my of your favorite, favorite moments, right? How's that going again? Yeah. Wiki, wiki. <laughs> By the way, uh, you notice like this is the yeah, the, the non-sex sex type stuff. Like you you question what's happening because she's like, wait a minute. She's watching this. She's touching herself, but she's not doing anything. She's just kind of cupping her her junk. No, you know I mean? granted, like, I didn't cupping. watch the trailer to this, but this would probably be something that would be in the trailer that would that would be like, oh. Yeah. I'll, I've got to go watch this freeze, movie. Freeze frame. Emmanuel. Oh, my God. New Emmanuel. Whatever that horrible, horrible song was that they played <laughs> over and over. New Emmanuel. <laughs> uh, oh, man. You know, what? you know what? Dude, no one's going to listen to this episode. Well, if they do, they're in for a treat. <laughs> yeah. They are in for uh. a treat. I, I will also say this. Don't watch this movie. I, I want to say that again. <laughs> just, just listen to this. Trust me. Like we're making this funnier than it is just by, you know, joking about it. This movie blows ass. It's horrible. Yeah, this movie sucks. Mark, the, the, the lover she's trying to avoid. He shows that he shows back up and doesn't know her like he should. Right. She's like, he's going to know who I am. No, you look like a completely different person. He's not going to know. <laughs> sure enough. He doesn't know her, but, Somehow he instantly falls in love with her too, right? Because there's a little side thing there, but he just kind of disappears and goes away. Oh, okay. There's a lot of random scenes here, like a lot. But there were some that were key that I had to point out. The magician that shows up. What? Uh, uh, They're at a party and he hypnotizes her, right? Like he's he's like, this one lady's like, hypnotize me. And then he sees her and he's like, no, I must hypnotize you, Emmanuel. He hypnotizes her and then cut to her levitating. She is fucking levitating with clothes on, mind you, then cut yep. levitating nude. <laughs> yeah, and it's like a different perspective. <laughs> it's just like, what? Okay. What? It doesn't make any sense. Smoke, we need you to explain it, dude. I'm losing yeah. it. I don't know. The only thing I can come up with in that is they thought they had this cool effect and they're like, hey, <laughs> hey I know what we could do here. It was the day that like uh, the wiring rig guy showed up for another Canon movie or another movie they were shooting. And said, hey, hey, do you mind? Uh, you know, Emmanuel's over here. Uh, <laughs> you mind rigging her up? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Why are we doing it? Who knows? And they probably set it up like you said for the magician in the clothes scene. They're like, you know, what would be better is if she were naked, and then they yeah. just cut that scene off. You know, oh, this, yeah. this is supposed to be a sexy movie. She should be naked. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Take your clothes off. And it wasn't like the magician went, whoop, you know, and her clothes went, because that'd been a cool effect too, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if he just like uses magic to strip her, fly off. <laughs> if he'd used magic to strip her, that would have been good. No, instead we just get this cobbled together weirdness of scenes, and then the zipper wipe again. 
Fuck this book. <laughs> Next scene. <laughs> okay, now this is another weird one. Right, at, Not too long after that. I think Emmanuel and uh, Marie or Donna, who cares, like another one of the ladies, <laughs> is there and they're, it's raining and they're wearing robes and they're looking out at the rain. You know, the, the magic of Brazil. And then, <laughs> then all of a sudden there's this girl on a swing. She's just la-di-da, swinging in the rain. This dude comes up and just fucking like pushes her off of it. And then they just strip and just have just, you know, somewhat violent sex in the mud <laughs> in the pouring <laughs> jungle rain. What? And it, what, I was like, wait a minute, the fuck is this? Like, where do these people come from? It's just two random people that just decided <laughs> over on the side of the hotel or, or this resort or wherever the fuck they're at just to have half violent mud sex out of nowhere. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's our no, next. That's our no, next. No, I can't justify that's it. That's our next shirt, by the way. <laughs> Half violent mud sex, <laughs> and, it's, and it's and it's Will <laughs> in the rain on a swing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, all right. Whispering Emmanuel. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, at this point, it, it really is truly just one random sex scene after another. Like you can't even put it together anymore. It's just like no. It doesn't. I, even I'm warning with myself over Mark. Hey, there's a guy. I'm gonna fuck him under the coffee table. Like it's it's literally like that. And then there'll be other people that aren't even in the movie that just show up and just grab each other and start having sex. Not even like <laughs> key, not not even like key, you know, cast members. <laughs> uh, Chuck, Donna, y'all ready? Let's 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 get to it. We need more sex per minute here. And, Donna, and the weird thing, like this is just an R-rated movie, so it's not like not like hardcore where that's what you you know you expect there to be nothing nothing going on in the acting department or in the story department it's just whatever one scene linked yeah. to another but this is just an already a movie that would have played i don't know i assume it played in theaters right uh, yeah i mean it did get a release like a theatrical release so <laughs> lord knows where it played and how long probably just six shows in the greater you know new york chicago area or something i don't know but uh it did play theatrically there are better hardcore movies that had a st- better storyline than this one, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you abandon all hope of a story, really. I'm just trying to make sense of it for our purposes, but, like, this movie makes no sense. It's literally just an excuse to set up. Everything is just an excuse for the next sex scene. But it's it's unsexy. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck is getting the rocks on this shit? Like, it's... It, I know it's 1984, right? And you take what you can get, but... You know, like, there's no... The, the, look... Look, kids, the internet doesn't exist yet, so this was all we had back then. This and you know the the, the you know the latest uh, lingerie catalog that comes floating by or something. But man, oof, smoke! I know this was one of your favorite scenes—the jungle sex, snake sex scene. What? That was another what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. It just went to like you yeah. see it, you see the you see the other. You know, scene and then you see the snake and you're like are they gonna oh yeah okay they did yeah <laughs> well they're, it's like they're kind of having sex with the snake but not really it's like the snake is present during sex you know <laughs> but the whole setup even makes no sense it's like emmanuel i think and another lady are in a boat in, in a, on a river in the jungle and then one of them strips naked jumps out of the boat and then just goes running into the forest and then cut to two completely different people having sex with a snake out in the middle of the jungle it's not even the yeah. people- I thought, was, I thought it was going to go into territory. Now I mentioned the Italian ones, and I know we haven't done this yet. And I don't even know if I've talked about this movie on the show. But there's an Italian movie called Emmanuel on the Last Cannibals, where that crosses Emmanuel oh. with the cannibal Holocaust type movies. I thought that might be where they were going for this for a second, but no. No, <laughs> no that was just the germ of the idea to make that movie. Like, so, someone yeah. later on is like, we need to pick the key, the key points from Emmanuel Four, and make a whole movie out of it. Yeah, that jungle <laughs> sex snake scene that'll do it. Yes. I imagine they're just the perviest of pervs, too. Like, just the nastiest motherfuckers you've ever came across in your life that are, that are in this planning meeting. Oh, oh, here's another good one, Donnie. When they're chased by muggers. <laughs> like, they're, oh, we're having fun here in the streets. And then a couple shady dudes come up behind them and, like, flick out the knives. And they're like, but we need to run. They run, split up. Whoever that other guy she's with is. And then she's cornered by, like, six dudes. <laughs> then she just grabs a dude and just starts fucking him. <laughs> <laughs> come here yeah come here you bam right there and then rip book cut to next scene that like that's the explanation of it why did any of that happen fuck it that's why in the end as all good things must come to an end right 
in the end, eventually she just goes back to Paris and back to Mark. So truly, we just wasted on many levels. But we just wasted an hour and a half of our life because like she she went through total body reconstruction to get away from this motherfucker. And in the end, I love Mark. And then just goes back to Paris as her new body, her new her new self. I hope he still loves me in this twenty year old Emmanuel body. The end. That's it. I mean, do you have anything else to add? I mean that was that was literally it. So Yeah, glad it ended. Glad you know, because otherwise it'd still be going on. somewhere i think there's an alternate reality where this movie is still going on somewhere i was about to say somewhere out there in the world somebody's watching this movie right now the planet probably not on the planet morph morph this is their favorite movie you know they get the broadcast they get the broadcast from earth and the only thing is emmanuel fuller and they love it (laughs) yikes so they don't ever invade the you know the world yeah yeah that'll be that'll be what deserves you know that's what we deserve that would serve us right as a species. <laughs> this is the only thing that we sent to the planet Borf Borf is this movie. And then they come and invade us because of this movie, you know? They're like, we brought snakes. <laughs> we come <laughs> in peace, but you made Emmanuel four, so fuck it. <laughs> All right, so, you know, this is cannon fodder. So we don't do, you know, our uh, kill count, highlight kill, gore score, all that stuff. But we we still do. <laughs> Canon Connections. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm just so this is uh, this was actually pretty surprising to me. Uh-huh. I had um, believe it or not, this is the very first movie we've ever done. Oh, <laughs> <I> accidentally. <laughs> I thought Austin showed up all of a sudden. The music started. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, by the way. By the way, yeah, RKO yeah. out of nowhere, motherfuckers. <laughs> Anyways, this is the first so, movie. Uh, yeah, no, it's RKO. Yeah, he's going to. Yeah. yeah, but um, I prefer that. So, but believe it or not, this is actually the very first movie we've ever done of Roger Corman. What? Roger, Roger, Roger Corman was a producer on this, on this fucking movie. Yeah. And I was I was waiting to see if you if you would say it. Well, but, I didn't look oh. that hard. You know, I was just like, all right, this person's in it. This is the director. Okay, fuck it. Wow. Yeah. What do you think of that? So, story? well, I mean, I can see it. I can see it. I guess. I mean, he, Corman had his hands in a lot of things. I mean, well, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, too many things. Uh, you know. But yeah, Roger Corman was a uh, just. Dis- uh, he was a. Uh, Distribution producer. Man. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate that, like, you know, uh, this will be the first taste of Roger Corman that we get because there, yeah. are, there are some much better, God. at least more fun stuff. You know, like, he was kind of the king of shit, you know, in a way, but. Well, also, yeah, but, you know, there are better things, but the the thing that really, really sucks is that when we do get to those better things that he did, we'll have to do this uh, uh, connections episode, and uh, you know this connections thing. Oh, you mean and we'll gonna, have to yeah. we'll have to bring up Emmanuel for yeah. well again. So fate, that fate, you know, fate is a cruel bitch sometimes. So there, that's what we get. Fates. It, we left it up to the fates, and this is what fate gave us. That's that's really it as far as our ratings, you know, as far as like up to our ratings. Um, now for cannon fodder, we don't do a star rating. We do a cannonball rating. It's essentially the same thing. Zero to five. Zero being the worst. Five being the best. So just based on everything that we have done here on cannon fodder. And we've done some really great ones. We have. We've done a couple of shitty ones, but for the most part, they've been pretty good. Smoke, where do you, where do you <laughs> land on this one? Oh, God. I don't know. Wow, I mean, I know we grade things on a curve when it comes to yeah, it, it is it is a, a a higher scale, so to speak, as far as like you probably wouldn't rate it this high if it were a legitimate a legit movie, you know. But you kind of forgiving for canon. But I, I will add that this is you know yes, it's technically canon because they distributed it, but they didn't produce it, so you know, True. there's that, right? Yeah, I mean this this is like is this completely boring? First of all, for any movie. Whether it be softcore or not, it's just 
it was just did nothing. Like I can, it's funny too because I can see the producers after the fact going, "Oh yeah, we put this that scene that we did of the magician and all that. That's really great." Of the guys in the glass cases, you know, it's fantastic artsy type. You know, yeah, they're just <laughs> high fiving each other. All right, we did it, guys. <laughs> but that's just terrible, terrible, boring, and like like you said, it's just one little cut scene to get to the next. You know, and that to the next sex scene, and that's fine if you're doing like whatever a hardcore porn or whatever. But this is supposed to be a movie that has a storyline that's you know that's just lackluster as hell when it comes to the story so uh even grading on a curve i don't think i could give this any more than half a cannonball it's worse to me i don't know what we gave right now uh, off the top of my head uh hot resort is that the name of the one we did hot chili hot chili chili. i was just finding (laughs) or no well there was a resort one right but we didn't get no yeah we didn't get the hot resort hot resort That let's save that turd for another day. But yeah, we did do hot chili. Yeah, I don't remember what I gave hot chili, but I know that <laughs> well, I would rather watch hot chili than watch this movie. Oh Absolutely. yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. But I, I will tell you, I have got I've got it right here in front of me, I'll tell you. Donnie, you gave hot chili one cannonball and Smoke, you gave it one and a quarter cannonball. Okay. okay. So yeah, yeah, then I'll stand by the half a cannonball for this, right? <laughs> <laughs> Donnie, what what do you say? This movie sucks. Uh even take out all of the sex. This movie still sucks. Yep. Yeah, I'm just glad it's over. I'm gonna I'm gonna echo uh, Smoke's rating at uh, half a cannonball. Hopefully, we never encounter the uh, Emmanuel movies ever again. First and foremost, don't say that because we will. <laughs> it's guaranteed. We, I mean, if nothing else, we've jinxed ourselves. Especially when we leave a lot of this shit up to a wide wheel spin. It could, right? You know. You know what? This is the worst movie we've ever done on this podcast. <laughs> this is it. Like, and that's a low yeah. bar. This is it. <laughs> Uh, it, it is, it's the worst one we've ever done. I, I don't, I, I don't want to ever see anything to do with this or any other Emmanuel movie. And there might be, you know, one of those first three might be better than this. I don't care. I don't want to see it. Uh, fuck this movie quarter. It's got a quarter of a cannonball. Like, uh, no, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I never want to see it again. This, I mean, like for real, like this is like, Looking at some of the worst stuff we've ever done, Jesse James meets Frankenstein's daughter. I'll, I'd watch that a hundred times. Uh, oh, home sweet no. home. I'd watch it a thousand times, and that's the shits. You know, like they're, they're horrible, but I'd watch them a thousand times. Hot. Uh, I think up to this point, the actual lowest rated cannon fodder movie that we've done is actually Pirates from nineteen eighty. Oh yeah, I did. I I didn't. Yeah, you weren't there for that one. That's actually like statistically, that's the worst one that we've done. Hmm. Uh, and this is worse than that. Like by far, I've oh, watched, no I've watched that 18 times for, you know, like this is just bad. 18 just, versus well, a thousand. 19. That might be pushing it. Uh, <laughs> but you get my point. Like it's, it's fucking sucks. No. And I'm usually more forgiving than you guys, with this, but this is fucking yeah, terrible. A little bit. The sex no. doesn't save it. It just makes it gross. No, it just, it honestly, it's just, you know, if I, if, if I was in my adolescent, Age, yeah, like oh, yeah. nineteen eighty four. Like make anything interesting, you know? <laughs> nah, this this is the shits. I never want to see it again. But it will come up. We'll laugh about it. Uh, it's unfortunate that we'll probably have to turn around pretty quick and talk about this again, at least a little bit, because we've got the Spook Show Awards. We've got the fifth anniversary coming up. So yeah, it won't be long till we're talking about this, at least in a small way again. So that's where we're going. Tr- trust me too. If we ever have to do an Italian, we we probably will do an Italian Emmanuel, but. That, those movies are like heads and tails above this, and, that, and there, are, there are no masterpieces by any great shakes, but there is at least some meat on the bone. Again, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's some shit in those movies that are like out there that, you, that are just like what the fuck moments and stuff yeah. like that. So there's something else there that that the, this movie is the only uh, American one I've seen. I don't know. Maybe I saw the first one back on Skin of Max Days too, but those are all shit compared to the Italian ones, and the Italian ones, like I said, aren't masterpieces either, but at least they're entertaining. Well, that's enough. I'm done with this. We're, we're going to leave that there. We're going to leave that in the canon bin, never to be, Oof. never to be watched again, or, or only barely mentioned and whispered, and and, and hallowed ways of oh God, not Emmanuel Four. <clears throat> we'll leave it there. And maybe at some point we'll see if Will and and or Austin have watched it or did watch it, and we'll get their two cents to to you know see what the final consensus is. But right now we're somewhere between a quarter of a cannonball and a half a cannonball. You know, mathematically, we're somewhere in there. So, needless to say, this is the worst cannon fodder movie, I think. Going away. Don't recommend it. Don't watch it. No. 
Just no. No. <laughs> That's our official statement. No, says the Spook Show. But before we completely check out, we're done with Emmanuel, but before we completely check out tonight, Smoke, next week it's your pick. And in the rotation, you have to pick a newer flick, which means our line of embarkation for newer is 2000 to present. So what are you bringing to us next week? Yeah, we need to cleanse the plat palette on uh, Manuel here. Yeah. And uh, as well as some of the other. Yeah, because we had some we had some stinkers in recent uh, recent episodes. Right. I mean, by choice of. Well, y'all had crafts piece to deal with with Spice World. Thankfully, I didn't because I picked it. Oh, God. But, uh, yeah, for a new one, I think I'm going to go straight to. Uh, I, I won't give out. I won't give away any of my ratings or any of my views on it yet. But it is one that I really did like. So uh, Mandy. From Panos Cosmatos. Mm. Oh, yes. Nice. Thank, be a fun, thank fun you. One. Number one, I want to watch that again because I saw it back in the day and I'd like to watch it again, mm. but thank you. It's all uphill <laughs> from Emmanuel, of course, but thank you for picking something that's worth half a damn as you know, yeah. as opposed to that movie. So good good selection, good pick. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching that again. I've seen it. Uh, so we'll, we'll dive into that. That's from 2018. Nicolas Cage. Awesome. Yeah. So... Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Right. So, and that'll be kind of like uh, somewhat of a, a little bit of a kickoff to uh, you know the spooky season, so to speak, because that will uh, come out next week. You know, on uh, September 11th, and you know we're kind of going down the hill fast to everything that we've got. You know, the big plans that we've got coming up for late September, early October, Spook Show Awards, fifth anniversary, all the big stuff that we have coming up before we get into the holidays. So, good place to start. So. For Will, who couldn't be with us, Donnie, Professor Smoke, I'm Josh. We are from the All-American Spook Show, and we will talk to you next week from Mandy. Please replace the speaker on its rack when you're ready to leave. Failure to do so will damage both the speaker and your car. We'll be grateful, and so will the patrons who follow you.